Another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, and my co-host and very good friend is Dave. Hello there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering Love Island UK Series 8, Episode 50. Now, Chris, uh, you're going to have to recap this one for me because I was fucking half asleep for most of the episode. It was that boring, but uh, <laughs> I'm sure we'll have <laughs> plenty to discuss anyway. Uh, so where would you like to start? Well, I agree. Another absolute downward spiral day from the six, seven weeks of drama we've had. It just crap. The, the only thing I picked up on was Luca again, just being a bit of an ass and just being, you know, like we, when you're with someone, Dave, you should always elevate and they should elevate you. You should elevate them. It doesn't always work like that in real life. Things get in the way, you know, if you have kids, family, whatever, but you should always be looking out for each other. You're supposed to be each other's mates and that. Luca, no. He starts slagging Mark right off, who's obviously with Michelle Keegan from nowhere. Do you rate him? No. Adam's there. Adam drops in a stupid comment about Ekinsu, saying he, he thinks that she's punching above her weight. But then Luca's like, I'm not punching above my weight. And Paige is like, but you are. No, I'm not. Do you think I am? And makes it into a fucking debate where I was like, Luca, mate, even if you believe it, sometimes keep your fucking mouth shut. And this is why people don't like him, Dave. Just compl- It wasn't a massive thing, but it was enough to go, Gemma, you are so silly if you watch this back and don't fucking do a runner on this guy because he's an absolute dick. So I agree on that part. But the thing is, I've got no horse in that, in the race, in that argument, because I thought Paige was being a dick as well. I thought, you know, you expect a bit more humility from him. You know, and he can't make his fucking mind up. Is he more into her and, you know, like chasing her around and whatever, like, you know, making sure he grapples her so she doesn't run off? <laughs> or, you know, are they both on part? Now, I kind of feel like you have to at least feel like you're somewhere on par with your partner or else there becomes this massive you know, disparity between you. But you can certainly say, you know, you can be humble and say, yeah, you know, uh, absolutely, she's an absolute stunner, you know, way punching, but uh, above my weight there. But he doesn't, he doesn't, you know, and but we know that about Luca, we've seen it from him, you know, all his personality traits. Uh, you know, we built up that picture over the last few weeks, so he said exactly what I would expect him to say. The thing I found weird is why Paige took such exception to it and has such a fucking opinion about it. So much so that she has to go with a fucking sour face on her over to Gemma and say, like, as if it's fact, as if you said, the sky is not fucking blue. The sky is pink. Or, or, you know, Gemma took it, sorry, Paige took it as if it was absolute fact. And Lucas just off his rocker because it's not an absolute fact. And it's like... I, I was just like, you both a pair of fucking bellends in this one. <laughs> I thought it was all on Luca, I must admit, Dave. I, I don't, I'm not a fan of Paige, but I, I thought it was all on Luca. However, we're scratching here, Dave. We're what, fucking- what, what has it got to fucking do with Paige if Luca feels like he's not punching above his weight? I mean, just say, oh, well, I think you are punching above your weight, mate. That's it. That's the end of it. 
I don't know. I just, I just don't really understand why she had such a bee in a bonnet over it. That maybe Adam's not telling her the same thing, Dave. I don't know. I mean, Adam would, I thought Adam was a bit out of order with Ekinsu. He was like, yeah, she's punching. It's just that fiery thing, isn't it? And was Leah really matter of fact? I was like, okay, Adam, you've done well. This isn't, it's, Dave, it's not a horrendous comment at all, but. I was like, the old Adam's still in there, isn't he? And he was just having his lollipop, which was nice because they were actually eating food and doing things in this episode slightly, a little bit different than just the monotone soap opera bollocks we've had for a few weeks. <laughs> I tell you what, considering he's this massive Love Island villain, I, I don't think Adam's really done anything uh, in this episode. So, so I don't know if that's because he's come in, you know, he knows the score, he knows how to behave, how to come across in, in the cameras. Did think it was a, a little bit of a strange comment with Ekansu, you know, maybe he's got a bit of a man crush on Davide or something. He was saying, oh yeah, you know, Davide is a good looking bloke. Uh, so yeah, it was a bit of a strange comment, but I don't think it was an off comment. I don't think you can say, oh, well, you know, that's the old Adam, fucking misogynistic gaslighting Adam. No, it's just his opinion, isn't it? It is. I just thought it was a little bit off for me, Dave. But, Dave, I'd say... That's only because you're in the fucking, the biggest fan club of Ekinsu <laughs> and Davide that the earth has seen. So any slight against them, you almost take like a personal offence to yourself and your reality radar. <laughs> but Dave, what is better is people are calling me out all over the place because of my stance with them too. I'm just... They've got to win. The radar is redundant if they don't win, Dave. So they've got to win. So I am I am absolutely sticking by the king and queen of the villa. Whatever people say, I'm sticking with them both. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I, I mean, you know it wouldn't be redundant if they finish second. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, the, uh, if the criteria for not making it redundant was for it to be correct, well, it would have gone a long time ago, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> tell you what, Dave, we got the talent show, and I've, I've completely oh changed, the, changed the subject now, Dave. But we started <laughs> off with Danica doing dancing. Now, great dancer, you can see that, Dave. It doesn't when you're on the screen watching it. She's a good dancer, that without a doubt. Bit surprised Tasha didn't add him. Magician, Dave. What a magician, Dave. He'd be like, you know. So I'm going to tell you a story now, Dave. <laughs> We saw David Copperfield in Vegas, me and Sam, right? He's got a residency at the MGM. He's on the side of the MGM Grand Casino. He's big fucking hair. And we went, this was like 2013. So we went in. I am not lying. Obviously, he's one of the greatest illusionists ever. And he's like him and David Blaine. And I think David Blaine's better than him personally. But he comes in and we're looking in this room. Like, you know, it's like in Vegas. You can literally wear whatever you want. You can either go out dressed up or you can go out in your shorts and trainers, but you can go and watch all these shows and everything. There's no real criteria. We walked in and I was like, these women are all, why are these women in like proper tiaras and outfits? But they were <laughs> like plants, you know, in the crowd. Mm. And he would do, I am not lying. He did an amazing trick with a Cadillac that just appeared in the air. And I, I can't explain what happened. It was a massive 50 style Cadillac. And I don't know what it, how it appeared. So I can't think about everything else was telegraphed. And I remember him doing a card trick like Adams, right? And he did like the guy off the Sims. He looked at the crowd and went, and I'm, I know you can't see me there, but he does the like reveal like, <gasps> Oh my, it's an ace. And the whole crowd's got to go, whoa, it's amazing. And his fucking card <laughs> tricks were shit because Dynamo, is it Dynamo was out at the time. The, the young lad, uh, the Yorkshire lad, Stephen Thing, is it? And he, no he was, idea. 
he was doing all these, Stephen Fray and everything. So he was doing all these tricks where he's walking on like the Thames and all this, doing all this stuff and he's elevating and stuff on the streets of America. He's brilliant. And then he's doing the shittiest card tricks that my granddad probably did when I was a kid. And he was getting fucking paid a welly for it. And this is what Adam made me like. He's only in Love Island, but it was like, ace, ace, ace. <gasps> We're off. And I think that was the only thing <laughs> I was impressed with. I mean, Ekin Sue, Dave, again, tears again tonight. Unbelievable. Oh, the, the speech. <laughs> My ears were fucking what ringing. What talent was that? So you, you you were doing this and and obviously bigging it up, but <laughs> that's that's just a wind up. Clearly, what actually was that talent that we had to witness? Dave, it was a Shakespearean monologue. If you don't mind, I thought it was. Hey, listen, let's right. not talk about Shakespeare. <laughs> yeah, let's not, talk about fucking, <laughs> not spotting the old Hamlet reference the other day, so. <laughs> Yeah, let's not talk about that. But Dave, I thought it was something you would see on the boards. You know, it was amazing. The, the power and the 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 way she delivered it was just outstanding. Honestly, Dave, I was in bits. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. It was probably the <laughs> shittest thing out of a bunch of shit things. So I thought it might be a bit of a subtle roast. She was getting up there. She was supposedly being the drama queen. And I thought, oh, she's going to work up to a bit of a roast there. No. No, she just said stuff about everyone. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, nice what stuff. the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I just, I don't know what pigeonhole to put it in. Um, yeah, I just thought that was incredibly strange because we know, you know, she can sing a bit, can't she? We, we've seen her on the, the pop video. She can act a bit. I guess, was that it? The fact that she was being really nice, that was her acting? Because she did say something about acting at the end after she'd wrapped up, but yes, I agree. Yeah, with that. I don't know. Fucking, I, mean, <laughs> I, I was perplexed by the whole thing, to be honest. <laughs> well, I'll tell a very quick story. You know, I've done, I've done some voiceover stuff quite recently, very recent for a TV show that's going out in the UK. Just background stuff, but you know, Dave, you're going to pay me so for why not? So anyway, I did it. These people, Dave, pretty much all of them were actors and actresses, and I'm talking. <laughs> really good and there's me just clocking the room thinking I've got to fucking copy these and try and blag them and try and deliver something Dave there is an art to acting nobody can tell you otherwise I've tried it a few times and I'm fucking rubbish at it Dave no matter what I am rubbish so yeah she's not the best actress I'm taking the piss like with that speech I didn't get what it was about I didn't understand it I think one of the girls said in the VT uh, I think she was supposed to roast us but she complimented us and I'll take that you know yeah. it's like I didn't, all joking aside, I didn't get it because it didn't deliver with power. It did, like you say, if it was a roast, brilliant. I mean, the one who did roast, oh, Dave, no, Dave, oh my God, we've, we've jumped here. Dammy's fucking rap. What the fuck was that? All the fucking rapping. I mean, you had Gemma and Paige, didn't oh you? Oh my like, God. You got fucking Luca thinking it's 50 cent. Oh my <laughs> it's God. Like, it's fucking horrendous all around, but I don't, I don't get how they choose what they're actually going to do because like I say, you, you've got some people. So, so Danica started off and we've seen like TikToks of her. So that's what she does. She dances yeah. on TikTok and that's what she did. Fucking Jamie, Chris, he's got his five pound Sondico fucking football kit from oh Sport Direct. God. And it, he does a few shit kickups and then he dribbles around some cones. And I'm like, are you actually 
like on trial is this your trial you think you're going to get on to another club that isn't Halifax town I was just confused by it because it's like well that's your job surely you know you're gonna you can't just do your job but then you had like Tasha doing the whole fucking clappy cup thing um but then we know she's a good dancer so I, I was just confused as to what it was and as for the fucking estate agent pitch from andrew i mean <laughs> christ almighty what <laughs> i mean if he's not going to be an influencer you would have him down as something like that wouldn't you so yeah i was just puzzled by it yeah and i, I do think fingies was a settled day in india because that was just merely 2.0 won it. And I've seen the pictures which are quite funny. So you've got India hid behind the desk, like doing it. Now don't look at yeah. me, don't look at me. And <laughs> Millie's there next to her playing like the, the keyboard. But it felt too set up for me. But that was probably my highlight because I was like, oh, this is terribly shit, but also really good TV. So yeah, yeah. And as for fucking Luca with his oh singing as well. Jesus Christ. I mean, proof that love's not only blind, but deaf. Okay, Chris. I know the reference to that one, Dave. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Are you not trying to say I sounded like that, Dave, when we used to be in the band? (laughs) Oh, earplugs are a wonderful thing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Just, fair play to him for belting it out there. But I just think I've got such a dislike, which has built up over weeks now for Luca. I'm just like, you're just a fucking dick. <laughs> yeah. just, I, I, I don't think at this point there's much he could do to win me over. No, no, not at all, Dave. And what I really, I think it was just a really subdued episode, wasn't it? You know what? I was expecting somebody to have so much talent. And like I say, I have big Tasha up because I saw them videos. Different style of dancing to Danica completely, Dave. But she, she was wasted doing that cup game. Unless they said only one of you can do a dance and she didn't get a chance. I don't know. That would have been a better thing, really. But like Paige, say Paige, fucking Gemma, that was terrible. That was yeah. absolutely awful. Like really bad. It, the whole thing, just rubbish, completely rubbish. I was expecting someone to pull a David Brink guitar out, Dave. You know what I mean? Like someone <laughs> to do something. Now that I would did... have woken me up from my slumber, to be honest. But uh, <laughs> yes. I, what what do you reckon, Chris? I think it was before the, the talent show. There was a little bit of a spat, a little bit of a tiff with Davide and Ekinsu, wasn't there? And I, I just yeah. feel like Davide's never longer than about a sentence away from really pissing her off. And it never lasts, but then, I don't know. I, I just, look, they're still the favourites, I think, to win this thing. Um, but I, I, don't, I don't know. They just seem to have these little flare-ups. And then it, it's from, I don't know, maybe Davide's said something stupid or maybe Ekinsu's taking it the wrong way. I, I don't know. It's something to keep an eye on. Yeah, and I think you're right. To be honest, I think a lot of people have said this, that he gets away with it because of his accent and the way he delivers it, you know, the whole I'm a, you're a liar thing and all that. But some of his stuff is quite cutting and hurtful, Dave. And I can imagine if he carries that on, even though he thinks he's joking, he's not really. He's just sort of putting her down in it at times. And I, I'm, I'm with you. I don't think it's right. I think, I'm not saying but, she's in, innocent, but he, he, he delivers it in a funny way, but it's not right. I think you could say that before. So when they weren't really together together, you know, and he was still smarting from the whole Jay thing, I think he was saying things that were really cutting. And she was just not listening, really. She was just brushing it off. 
But I think as they've kind of got closer, I don't think he's been saying the same kind of cutting things. But her sensitivity to it is, is elevating. I mean, I, I should have wrote it down. I, I can't even remember what the comment was, but it wasn't like he took the piss out of her. She just took something completely the wrong way. Yeah, I th- well, Dave, I think all of these couples, I'm going to be amazed that, that, that if they're still together. Danica and, and Jamie are the first couple that we're going to get the, the we're going to stay friends. You know, we're going our separate ways. I wish them all the best. They are not going to be together at the end of this at all. He They're is, the first ones. He is Johnny Triad, isn't he? He's, he's yeah. making such a, uh, a presentation out of how into Danica he is. And I'm not saying he, he can't be into it, but like, mate, you've just got there. <laughs> but he knows he's got a limited amount of time. He's the only bombshell that's left, so fair play to him. Um, but it is over the top. And like I say, that fucking football dribbling around cones thing just had me in hysterics to be honest yeah it's just we could have done that i think i think adam said that and i mean dammy yeah. after his rap he's calling jamie out and i was like dammy please you're in no no position mate <laughs> it was just all of them had no talent really dave it was just weird and we've just reviewed me machine on our podcast of vhs strikes back and Vinnie Jones plays this like world-class footballer. I mean, it was filmed in 2001, and he's terrible. Well, England captain. So England captain, yeah. Slightly lower bar. Lower bar, yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> he's, he's terrible in it. And there's a bit where they get him to do kick-ups and like, puts the ball behind his head and yeah. holds it in the back. And he, <laughs> it's terrible. He can literally just about do it. And it looks like it's took him about 100 takes because Vinnie Jones was a terrible footballer. And I, I keep saying it, but it was the best bit of acting he's ever done, making him look like a good footy player. But... <laughs> It looked like that. Like, there was nothing he did that me or you couldn't do, Dev. I can do kick-ups. I'm not saying I can play at his yeah. level. He's going to be professional, semi-pro or whatever. He's, he's obviously a good footballer. But that wasn't the showcase for his skills I was expecting. I was expecting, like, throwing the ball in his air, putting it in his shirt like they do, spinning it around, you know, doing all the proper yeah, yeah, freestyler yeah. stuff. And it was like something you'd say, but you mate, we did the other week and my brothers, how many kick-ups can you do? I think I got to about 20, Dave. I'd been not done yeah. it for that long. No, it's, it's absolutely right. You see them now, the you know the tricks that they can do. And Chris, when when you and I used to play a lot, it it, it was more even at grassroots level, it's more functional, wasn't it? You know, controlling the ball, passing it, and everything. I, I've noticed that in the last kind of twenty years, the younger kids are trying more of the tricks. You know, they they see the likes of Messi, Ronaldo, and they they're trying to imitate them and copy them and stuff. So you give someone who's like. I don't know, 15, 16, a ball to do some kick-ups. They're doing all these fancy kick-ups, you know, when they, they kind of kick it up and then they loop their leg around the ball yeah, and drop it, you know, in time to catch the ball again. And it's just, it's much more impressive than what we saw Jamie do. And like you say, look, he's playing at, what is it, the, the conference level, so the fifth tier of English football. So he's way better than you and I ever were. But what we saw last night was not that. And Adam's spot on. I, I think you go to any five-a-side pitch and anyone can do what he did. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. 100%. 100%. But, Dave, I suppose you can only work with the two. And then he put Annika in net and then scored against them. <laughs> fucking weird, <laughs> wouldn't it? It would have been funny if he'd really fucking blasted it, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> in the fucking boat race. <laughs> Ian Sterling was quite funny for a change. He hasn't turned around and said, he goes, oh, she's that small. She's in Sabutio nets. He's only about five foot one, five foot two. 
Yeah, yeah. brilliant. But anyway, Dave, we've got a couple of emails, but the first one is from our friend Terence Dave or Terry on Twitter, and he's emailed him, and he said, "The guys are not toxic." Listen to the pod. You guys should stop using toxic to put on these guys. Real housewife shows have been on for years of all the toxicity, yet people still watch it and don't complain. Every, everyone has become too soft. If it was women calling the men out, saying they was playing a game, no one would say a word. So that's from Terry, Dave. So uh, I don't think I agree with that at all, Dave. I think the guys, Luca and Dami, have been really toxic for me in spates in this series. And that whole fake apology thing still leaves a bit of taste in my mouth, I must admit. I was going to say, I think it's for you, that one. <laughs> I, so I, I don't think, I might have used that word once or twice, but it's not my go-to word. I, I, I do think it's you're more likely to call them out as toxic. For me, I don't think the guys are 100% toxic, but some of their behavior has been absolutely shit. And they have acted like absolute bellends, you know, in different contexts. And you said Luca and Dammy. I'd throw Billy in there as well. I thought he was a massive bellend. So, and as for real housewives of whatever, well, if we comment on that someday, then I'm sure we'd call the girls out on that if they're acting uh, in a toxic way. But we're not. We're talking about Love Island. So I, I, I lasted, Chris, 20 minutes of that Real Housewives of Cheshire, and I'm still fucking bitter <laughs> that I wasted 20 minutes of my life waiting for something good to happen because you recommended it highly. <laughs> and that was that was the moment when I thought, right, right, Chris really does watch a lot of shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's fucking brilliant. Married to Medicine's back on day. Oh, the OG. What a series that is. That now, Terence has got a point, Dave, because in some respects, on them shows, it is just like the Wild West. It's ridiculous. People are horrible. They're delving into people's affairs. They, obviously, a lot of it's for camera and that, and they play it off like the Taoist. But Dave, honestly, there's no old barred on some of them shows. Married to Medicine and Housewives of New Jersey, the two ones that we we've consistently watched from the start and Cheshire. Uh, oh my God, them two especially are just ridiculous. They're, they're, they're absolutely horrible to people. And I think the New York one, one of the women has a, a drinking problem. Oh yeah, they play on that, Dave. The women will go out because she's an alcoholic. It's, it's fucking terrible. But like you say, until we do that, we can't compare it. You've never seen it. So it's all right well, me saying that. You, so you've watched have it. you watched it? Would you classify them as toxic? Some of them, yeah. Some of them, well, yeah. There you go then. Yeah, but, but toxic is my word. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> toxic is my word. But in the context of this show, I still stand by that. And what makes laugh is Billy. I saw a comment uh, last night. Billy's turned around and said he thinks he had a connection with Laura Whitmore. Is he fucking for real, Dave? That's what <laughs> he said. Billy. Uh, yeah, and he is such a bell end. I, I called it from day one, but he, he probably he probably had that same level of flirty banter that he had with Gemma and he wouldn't have flirted with Laura Whitmore if she hadn't have given it him back. <laughs> Obviously I'm being massively sarcastic there, Chris, but he, yeah. he just, it, it, that is more worrying. I have to say that he's wired that way and he's convinced of himself, uh, you know, of, of having that flirtiness coming back from Gemma and the fact that if she wasn't giving it back, well, I'd have never done anything. Yeah, I, I hadn't heard the stuff about Laura Whitmore, but that guy is fucking at all. It is unbelievable, unbelievable. So the next email, Dave, is from our 
great friend Liz, and she said, uh, love your podcast, thought I would write in with my thoughts on Gemma. Like you at the beginning, I was really bored of the whole Gemma Island, but as time went on, she really grew me as level-headed and, qu- and quite a calm and influence in the villa. Now we're on the homeward stretch. To me, she looks totally and utterly bored. She knows her and Luca are solid finalists, and there is, and never really has been, a challenge. As someone who competes for a living, I'm surprised she took an easy route through. I do not believe for one minute that she's anywhere near as into Luca as he's into her. I think she tolerates him as a firm route to the final. I personally would happily vote for her to win, but I cannot stand Luca. Davide and Ekinsu for the win, been rooting for them since they first came in. Not sure if they are genuine or not, but they have played a blinder and gave get kept us entertained throughout. Take care and keep up the great work, Liz. So yeah, I think that's where everyone is really Dave with them too. Everyone likes it's like Gemma, but Luca's the the one that nobody's really um well nobody really likes because of his behaviour. Yeah, and I think Gemma comes across incredibly sensible and Knowing her, her dad, you know, he was an incredibly sensible guy as well, wasn't he? And they, they they do seem very similar. I keep seeing these articles that say like, oh, this is the sign. This is the clue that Gemma is just not into Luca at all. And yet when we watch the episodes, well, she does seem to be into him. Yeah. So I, I, I don't get it. She comes across as so sensible and and worldly wise way beyond her years but i don't know i just think she does have a bit of a a blind spot for how he really is i think she genuinely does really like him and is not picking up on some of these behavioral things like the whole boyfriend girlfriend thing you can tell lucas got a real bug up his ass about that he knows where they are in the competition he knows some kind of grand gesture is necessary uh to really win or you know at least make that last three i think they'll make the last three anyway but i don't don't think they'll win so that's why he's pushing it and he's got a fucking face on him because he's not happy because you know she doesn't want to be made boyfriend and girlfriend as opposed to just respect that's what she doesn't fucking want she's already told you she's set out her expectations but he keeps bringing it up he's not happy he's sulking so uh, let's see. I think they'll last for a bit on the outside. They'll try and make it work. But I think when she speaks to her friends, uh, maybe even when she speaks to her mum, looks back at some of the episodes, I think with a bit of time and distance, you'll see what more what he's like. But I don't think she can see it now. No, and to be honest, Dave, you hit a good point about the distance thing because I don't think he's going to be far away from her at all because he's literally, she goes to the toilet, I can imagine him standing outside the door going, what are you doing? You know what I mean? He's fucking idiot. He's got her in a fucking chokehold every time you see him. He will not let her move, that lad. He just does I think that could be the crux of their relationship is he just doesn't let, let her breathe and do a thing, Dave. I don't know. It's just something off for me. And I could be wrong and you can call me out you know, send the emails in and, and and I know that a lot of us think that, but it's just, it's just something just not right the way he treats her at the moment. He might grow and he could have fucking gone to be married and have kids and everything, but I just mm. can't see it at the moment. Look, he's a young lad still, if you believe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he's 23, but he's, he'll, he'll get better. It's like Adam, you know, he came in when he was younger. He was a Love Island villa. He's done some growing up. Luca will become a better person, I, I believe. You know, he's not going to be the same person. I'm sure having that benefit of looking back and and probably saying, "Oh yeah, that's I don't really like how I've acted there." Having a look at himself, he, he'll definitely get better. But again, just to put another mark in the in the 
box in my mental box of well Gemma actually although she comes across incredibly sensible well the track record that we know is Luca and before that Jax yeah it's not a point. great track record is it no good point Dave good point so guys thank you today a couple of great emails um, if you want to email us cdrealitycast at gmail.com if you want to follow us on social media at cdrealitycast if you want to support us get over to patreon.com forward slash cdrealitycast and also get over to Facebook, Chris and A's Reality TV cast. Uh, we're well past 300 followers on there now. Thank you so much, guys, for all your support. Get involved. Get involved in all the chat. We've only got a few days to go. Um, it's been a hell of a ride day. 50 episodes, mate, by each other's side. And, uh, yeah, unbelievable. So today's roll call of honour is Ken Gustafsson, Lucky Lily Green, Lauren, Haley, Hennessy, Susan, Priscilla, Hannah, Dee Dee, Katie, Libby, Helen, Joanna, Amy, Noreen, Jacqueline, Neve, Brianna, Helen, Keith, Michelle, Gillian, Tom, Zoe, Kristen, Maggie, Gavin, Annabeth, Kate, and our newest patron. Welcome to Megan. So thank you so much, guys. That is absolutely amazing. And this list is getting bigger by the episode. So it's so, so humbling. Thank you so much. No, it is fantastic. And like you say, you know, I, I sort of half jest about the episodes being dull and falling asleep but you know so to actually have made it through uh to be this totally not daily daily podcast <laughs> you know, every damn episode we've been there um and it is great to have all the interaction i always say you know we've got two opinions and but with the community that we've kind of built up there i love when people come in with different opinions and kind of challenge you on it and you know they're all valid they're just opinions at the end of the day so awesome stuff mate well thank you very much sir as always and thanks out there for listening and i'll speak to you next time bye